It's the Nothing But BS Podcast. And now, here's Brian and Scott. All right, and we are live. Welcome to the Nothing But BS Podcast with Brian and Scott. World traveler, buddy, where are you right now, man? You're, uh, so you're isn't some family up here for the holidays. Globe trotting. Globe trotting. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call Northern California <laughs> globe trotting, but you know, hey, I guess it's farther than some people have gone. I don't know. Yeah, and got your sweet forerunner back. Excited yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Excited I bet you about missed her. That. Did the did the rental guys treat it okay? Yeah, it was it was immaculate. I mean, he gave me the logs of everything from all the Toyota Care service. So he was like, "Yep, should be on your account. We're all good." And um, I've already I've already invested into it a little bit more. Um, oh, uh oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I already I already I already spent uh, about sixteen hundred dollars on a on a new roof rack, stealth roof rack with a ladder that climbs up from the back of the tailgate. And oh man. Very nice. Yeah. Very nicely done. My Christmas nice present to myself. My I'm Christmas. excited to see it, man. I've, I've, I've never seen it. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see it. So um, let me, you, can you do me a favor, by the way, just so everybody knows on the podcast here, we are streaming live on Facebook. Uh, so most podcasts are recorded. This one is, is technically recorded, but it's recorded live. So you're getting us in our, our, raw state of stupidity and buffoonery i suppose um, but uh but let's go ahead and check real quick we want to make sure we are streaming live on facebook and that we, we are. are actually up it does appear so um yep. got a couple of likes already what's up scott what's up kathy good to see you guys um listen if you are checking us out on facebook do me a favor and drop in the comments where are where are you at right are we are we international yet like uh, how many states are we hitting would love to hear from you guys um i know actually that we are international right now because i know scott's in 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 italy yeah. um, i spoke to him last night he was eating dinner at 9 30 i said it's so <laughs> so yeah, we'd love to see a comment from you guys uh, on the stream there let us know uh where you guys are at and this is episode trey uh, of the Nothing But BS podcast. And what we're talking about here, uh, the, the message for today, if you will, is the best kept secret, the best kept secret of, uh, of, of success. And, and the really funny thing is that it's not a secret at all. There's nothing secret about it. Uh, it, it, is, it is the most common sense thing, but most people never get it right. And and I don't and, and let me let me caveat that with this too. Not only would I say most people never get right, but nobody ever gets it perfect ever. You, you, this is something you got to work on your whole life. I mean, you 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 right. can you you know nobody ever gets it perfect. But it's such a simple concept, man. And here and here it is. And I and I can't nutshell the whole thing because we got to talk about it back and forth. But basically, what it comes down to is this: right, the distance from where you are right now to wherever it is you want to be in twenty twenty one is exactly the same distance between your left ear and your right ear. <laughs> it's, I won't even save in that one, Brian. Yeah, you take, that. <laughs> it's all in your grape, man. It's all in your head, right? And granted, you can't just, by the way, did you ever watch, did you ever see that movie, The Secret? Yes. Did you see it? Yes. Right? Yeah. The, the Secret, like they left out a step. <laughs> The secret is like you. If you think about something long enough, it will manifest in your life. I know, won't. You can't. No, won't. Yep. Think about this, and it's gonna happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about a Stromboli all week. I ain't, and no, I haven't eaten one yet. Um. Here's the thing. I've been thinking about a six pack for years, and I still haven't got. 
that's right. I've been imagining six pack abs since I was like six and it hasn't happened yet. I have a keg, which is nice. Um, no. <laughs> so they left out a step, man. Yeah. You can focus on stuff. You can imagine it. You can feel it. You can, you know, picture yourself there, experience the emotions, all of that. But then at, at some point you have to actually do something. You have to actually take some action. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's true. It's true that what goes on in our heads is, is the thing that really holds us back. Do you agree with that? I, I absolutely would agree with that. And that's, and that's the thing is we're not knocking, you know, we're not knocking at all the, the positive affirmations, the, you know, willing something into existence because you, what, what you attract, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer is what, what you, what, what you attract is what you become. And exactly right. so mindset is huge, but obviously there is action required, but I mean, like you said, everything is between your ears. That's right. It, it, as you think, so so you become. That's right. You ha- it has to start with, it has to start with thinking, and and not just thinking like, oh, I'm I'm thinking about getting healthy. <laughs> no, no, it goes deeper than that. So today we're going to unpack how to get your head right, and how to get in the right headspace to 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 accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And these are simple principles, but you should absolutely 100% write these down. Because the, again, don't trust your memory. And and guys, look, don't let this podcast or this live broadcast on Facebook be something that just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. Take notes on this stuff, man. Both Scott and I have 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 spent a lot of years screwing a lot of things up, <laughs> making a lot of mistakes, and and also achieving quite a bit by learning from not only our our mistakes and our experiences, but also from you know reading. I don't even know how many countless personal oh. development books, audios, seminars, conferences, like I've been working on me for a long time and I got a lot of work left to do. <laughs> right. But these principles, man, have radically changed my life. I mean, let's be honest, Scott, do you think you would be where you are today if you had not learned some of this stuff along the way? No, absolutely not. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's no chance that I would be as far as I am if I if I didn't learn the stuff that I learned about mindset way early on. I mean, same thing. I mean, it's, it can be applied. We'll just talk military alone, right? Not even talking about business, but military alone, right? My, my training and stuff like that, there was, I had an almost 90% attrition rate. Yeah. And yes, a lot of that is academical and a lot of it's physical, but a majority of it is mental having that mindset. And this is where I, you know, in anything in life, people, people give up on themselves in their head before a lot of times before they even get started. That's correct. That's correct. They do. They, I think what happened and it's because they don't have the right mindset going in. They don't have the right attitude going in. Speaking of attitude. Okay. So there's a, there's a cliche out there, right? Your attitude determines your altitude and that's fantastic. And it's a great cliche to latch onto. No pun intended. Is your pilot or. (laughs) But does anybody really know? I mean, well, somebody knows, but do most people you think, Scott, really, really understand what having the right attitude really means? You know, it, I, I don't, I don't think so because I mean, you look at the average, I mean, I guess average individual is, is caught up in the rat race, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, living paycheck to paycheck saying, you know, one day something's going to change one day, but they don't. They, they, they don't have the mindset to be like, all right, if, if it's, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. If yes. nothing is going to happen, unless I takes unless I change what's going on in here, 
Because yeah. what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. That's exactly correct. And, and you know, it, it's funny because the, the thoughts, the ideas, the beliefs, the, the, the self uh, image that you have, all of these things have gotten you to where you are right now. Yeah. Right. So if you're trying to take yourself someplace different, whether it's physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, in your relationships, whatever it is, if you're trying to go someplace that you have never been, you're going to have to do something that you've never done. You're going to have to think in ways you've never thought. You're going to have to believe things you haven't believed in the past. Because the reality is that the same stinking thinking that's gotten you where you are now can't take you someplace new. No. <laughs> I mean, this isn't rocket science, is it? I mean, like yeah. everybody knows this stuff. That's what's crazy. Everybody knows this. Everybody mindset is one of those things that everybody knows, but most people don't apply. They don't apply it. That's the problem. I'll give you an example, right? I don't think there's anybody I could talk to in the civilized world that if I held up a plate of broccoli and a plate and a, and a and two slices of pizza and said, which one of these is likely to be healthier and help you stay lean and strong? Which one is better for you? I don't think anybody would go, oh, the pizza. <laughs> I might say that, really but only good. because I wanted to eat the pizza. No, but you know what I mean? Like everybody knows yeah. that, uh, that, uh, that, you know, stir frying water is better for you than pizza and beer. Everybody knows this stuff, right? Right. Everybody knows that if you want to amass wealth, you should spend less than you make. <laughs> Everybody knows this. That's how that works. I've been doing this wrong this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Why didn't somebody tell me this, you know, before, but you hit on it. We, we, when we talked about this, um, we talked about this when we screwed up the podcast the first time around, <laughs> but you hit on it, which was you, you, you can have anything you want but you can't have everything, everything you want. You can't. Yeah. Because again, like you were talking about the, the, you, if you want a, a better, better body, be healthier, better bank account, whatever it is, clearly it, the, the decisions that you made got you to that point. And right. so you're going to have to change something and it's, it starts up here, but you're going to have to sacrifice something. Yes. To get from where you are now to where you want to be. But like you said, it starts between here. And I think most people let their reason why they want to do something become their reason why not. And it gets in here to where they count themselves. They, they, they've failed before they started Yeah. because, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to do this for my kids or I'm going to do this for, you know, my family, myself, because I'm, you know, whatever it is. And for example, like, oh, I'm going to, I want to make more money to be able to spend more time with my kids or to be able to take them on vacations or to get, so I'm going to get this side business up and running, but then you, you're like, Oh, I can't work on this side business. Cause I, I got to spend time with my kids. I got, I got to do this. And you're like, well, which one do you want? You short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. Right. Or, right. you know, do you want to keep doing the same thing over and over again? And it, 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 I, I get really amped up about this, at this topic, if you couldn't tell, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or and it's it like, man, I, I want to, I want to get healthier. I want to be able to, you know, do, do more in the gym and then, you know, to be able to, 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 I want to have my Adonis physique or, <laughs> or be, be able to, you know, be able to run around with my kids. Oh, I can't go to the gym because, you know, I got to take, I got to spend time with my kids at home. I can't sacrifice a couple hours gone when they've been at school all day. I've been at work all day. 
And then you wonder why fast forward, however many years that you you're, Oh, you know, overweight, out of shape, whatever it is. And I'm, I'm sitting to- right here. Why <laughs> are you talking about me? Like I'm not sitting right here. <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, people, so principle number one, if you're writing, if you're taking notes and I think you should, uh, is sacrifice. Right. I, I think what happens when people start setting goals and, and, and trying to think about what they want to achieve in the new year, they start thinking about what they want. What are they going to get? What are they going to do to achieve that? Right. But in addition to that, you got what are you going to give up? That might be the bigger question is what are you going to sacrifice? What are you going to give up? Because you can have anything you want, but you can't have everything you want. You can't have six pack abs and eat cheesecake after every meal. It doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> So you're going to have to give some things up to get the things that you want. So what are you going to sacrifice? Is it going to be, you know, time? Are you going to give up, you know, watching TV as much? Doesn't mean you have to never watch TV again. That's insane. Doesn't mean you can never recreate again. That's insane. Doesn't mean you have to give up playing golf forever. You know, when we talk about sacrifice, it it doesn't mean you have to give up things completely. Like just, I'm, you know, I'm never going to eat anything that ever contains any amount of sugar ever again in my life. That's (laughs) stupid. It's not going to work. Right. But (laughs) you have to be willing to give some things up. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, you have to, and that's where, you know, it's, I think, People understand, and that's where, again, like you said, it's the best kept secret, but it's not a secret at all, is that people understand that there's going to be sacrifice required. But I think a lot of it too, is they, they count themselves out because they expect that change to happen overnight. They're, they, they're not patient with themselves and they let them, their limiting beliefs get, uh, get the best of them before they even start or, you know, sh- soon after starting. That's right. And, and it, which brings us to our second principle, mm-hmm. I think, which is belief. Now here's here's the here's the thing on belief, right? A lot of people set goals for themselves that they don't truly in their head believe they can achieve. And yeah. if you do that, you're destined to fail. Let me give you an example. Um, it, it, Scott, if I asked you to jog nonstop from where you're sitting right now to my house in San Diego without water, without food, without going to the bathroom, just strap on your shoes and go. And if you did, I'd give you a million dollars. Would right. you no, even, would you even put on your shoes? No. Why? I don't believe I can't. And that's like you talked about last week, right? It's, it's that belief. Yeah. It's, it's you don't believe you can. So why no. would you even try? And that that's where people screw it up, man. That's, that's where one place where, where people and myself included, man, I did this for decades, right? You, you set, you know, you set these big, hairy, audacious goals. Like I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. Or I'm going to save an extra $10,000 this year. But if you don't really in your head believe it's possible, you can say it all day long, but you won't take any action towards it because you don't believe you can. (laughs) And I I think I talked about this last episode or the, the, no, I talked about for our first episode, the bear cycle. It starts with belief. Write this down. Belief, excitement, action, results. I mean, it, everything starts with belief. And if you truly believe you can, you can do something, you're going to get excited, and which is going to inspire you to take action. And I think this is where the secret was going with this, is you, if you tell yourself something long enough, you're going to get excited, and which forces you to take action, which hopefully yields the results that you're looking for, which creates more belief, right? I mean, it's, and 
it's again not a not a crazy concept, but that belief is huge. Yeah, it's you. So you have to get the belief right first of all, and 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 so if you've got a goal, whether it's you know physical, financial, emotional, spiritual, relationship goal, whatever it is, you have to believe that it's possible, or you're destined to to not make it. You'll give up before you start. Really, at the end of the day. So how, how do you fix? How do you fix this? You know, how do you how do you begin to believe it's possible? What do, what do you think, Scott? I mean, how do you think people can get can can change their belief? You know, I I love what I I love what Jim Rohn says. Uh, it, it, he talks about the the diseases of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and uh, talks about you know what what you put you what you put into your mind is a fact. It's a mental factory, right? If you he's like you know if you people load up on on social media on on news on you know and i'm not saying one or the other but you know i, I heard a joke cnn stands for constant negative news yeah. And, yeah. but you know or reading the newspaper read like all this negative stuff and how do you what do you expect your mindset to be if all you're putting into your into your head is negativity and riots and shootings and car stabbings and you know car thefts and burglaries and all these things like or you know this thing and that it, it what do you think is going to happen? You're going to think negatively. Yeah, it's, it's true. All you're putting in your mind. So I think where it starts is what you're putting into your mind. That's right. And, and, you're and reading, who you're associating with, all of these things. One hundred percent. It's it, <clears throat> if you if you are spending a good portion of your day around people that say things like money doesn't grow on trees, and uh, when am I going to get my stimulus check? And you know, like like. If you're if you're constantly surrounded by and having conversations with people that are really negative, for example, about success, in other words, they don't they believe that people who have have achieved things have gotten there by luck or chance or whatever, and that it's just not in the cards for people or greedy or whatever. Right? Yeah, their their motives were bad, or so you know, they, money's evil. If you're rich, you must be greedy and be cheating people. <laughs> you know, if you're surrounding yourself by people that think like that and talk like that, and you engage in those same conversations, then guess what? Your belief is going to be either I could never have more financial success or I don't want to have more financial success because then that, then that means I must be greedy or a bad person somehow. Right. And so, that's it. You know, I, <laughs> I think it was Les Brown said this in one of his, one of his uh, conventions that he did he said, you know, someone said, you know, money isn't everything money, money isn't everything. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Money isn't everything. But you know, he's like, or what, what was it? He said, you know, Money isn't everything, but yeah, neither is, you know, struggling to put food on the table or struggling to pay your bills. That isn't everything either. That's right. Right. So there's, there's a happy balance, but you, you can't associate yourself with the, that negative mindset of, you know, just because you're, you're, you're hungry to put, you know, give yourself a better life than what you have currently. That doesn't make you greedy. Yeah. Well, not only that, but you know, it, it's funny, like, I've heard people say, and we kind of got sidetracked on the money piece, but let's talk about it for a second because I think it's important. I've actually heard people say to me, you know, well, Brian, I don't really care about money. What I care about is, is helping other people and impacting other people's lives. And I'm like, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, you can't take it with you, right? You've never seen a hearse on the way to the cemetery with a U-Haul behind it, right? Like you can't take it with you. So what's the point? Well, the point is if you really want to affect other people's lives, if you really want to help improve other people's lives, that's a lot easier to do if you have money. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, money's a library card. It's, it's just an access. It's an all access pass. 
You know, if you want to, if you want to change the world, that's a whole lot easier to do with money than it is without. Right. Right. So right. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking again, but it's, it's a mindset change, right? Yes. Yeah. What do what, what do they say on an airplane? Right. You know, in the event of a cat, what is it? In the event of a massive cabin depressurization, a mask will fall from the ceiling. Place your mask on first and Before then assist open. the person next to you. <laughs> yes. Why? Why do they say that? Why do they say put your mask on first? Because you can't help others if you can't even help yourself. Exactly correct. Because if you're passed out from oxygen deprivation, if you're passed out from financial deprivation, you can't help somebody else. So you got to help your own self first in, in that. And I don't, I'm not talking about being self-centered, but I'm saying you, you've got to be focused on, on creating some success for yourself so that you have enough, enough resources, enough energy, enough positivity, and, and frankly, enough money to help other people. Right. And I think, we, like you said, we kind of get sidetracked about the money piece, but I mean, it, it goes into, but it all stems from that mindset, right? Is uh, what you put into your mind is what you'll believe and what you'll manifest. And it, it, it starts in, I think you started with asking me, how do you, how do you, how do you fix that? Mm -hmm. What you put into here? Yeah. So like, for example, you know, I used to, I used to start, you know, start my days by, you know, literally watching the news and like getting all spun up because of something that some politician said or something that, yeah, some, some politician or some local, you know, local travesty that happened. And I'm like, and I started my morning off negative already yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Now, instead I, I, I have, I do my, I, I do meditation. I do, I listen to, you know, personal development books or, you know um, I, I know as, as cheesy as it sounds like motivational videos. Yeah. You know, I, it, it works for me. So, you know, it's really funny that you say that because it, it is so true. What you put in totally affects your, your, your mindset and your attitude and your belief levels. And those affect the actions that you take. So there was a period of time. It was, it's probably been about five years or so. No, it's been a little longer than that. Maybe six or seven um, that I had a goal to run. Cause I've never been a runner ever in my life. I know it's hard to believe when you look at this Adonis like physique that I'm not a runner. I get it. Um, <clears throat> but I've never been a runner ever. But I had this one command that I checked into and the, the big boss, the, the commanding officer guy who was like, you know, hey, yeah, every every uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday, we go for a run. And I go, oh, sir, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a runner. And he goes, yes, you are. And I go, no, no, sir, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a runner. And he goes, yes, you are. <laughs> and I went, oh, OK, I guess I am now. So I had this goal to run. Uh, there's a there's a loop on Coronado Island in, in, in SoCal out here that starts the base and goes kind of all the way around the island. And it's almost eight miles. It's like 7.7 .7 or 7.8 miles. And I had this goal to run that whole loop without stopping. You know, just, I didn't have a, I didn't have a pace in mind. I didn't have a time frame in mind. I just like, it was like a marathon for me. I'd like, I just want to finish it. Right. I don't want to walk. I want to run the whole thing. And so I actually got, you remember the movie Rocky four? You remember the soundtrack when he was in the snow training yep. for the fight with the Russian and was like, you know, like this motivational, like they called it the Rocky training montage. I put that thing in my headphones and put it on the loop. <laughs> and that's what I listened to the whole run, but it worked. It, I motivated. Did it. it motivated you. It did. It. it did. 
It did. And I thought about Rocky and how hard he was training and how, how the odds were stacked against him. And I know it sounds really <laughs> stupid. I'm thinking about a movie, right? But it brings us to the point I'm trying to make, which is you're right. The wrong stuff going in creates the wrong attitude, but the right stuff going in can help you develop belief in what's possible for you. So if you want to lose, you know, if you want to lose weight, for example, or if you want to become wealthier, whatever your goal is, let's let's just say it's getting healthier. Let's say it's putting on muscle. Let's say you want to change your physique. You want to add 20 pounds of muscle in a year. And that's an aggressive goal if you know anything about bodybuilding or, or weightlifting. Yeah. But what could you do to, to change your belief level? Look for and, and find videos, audios, books, anything you can find about people who had never lifted weights before and put on 20 pounds of muscle at least in a year. Just look for that. Look for body transformation videos. Look for testimonies and stories of people who've done it. Because if you see enough other people doing it and you hear about how they did it, all of a sudden you'll begin to believe, hey, you know what? I might, I could, I could probably, yeah, I could do that. I, I can, yeah, I can, I can, I can do that workout plan. Yeah, I can, you know. Speaking of that, advertising praise on that. Have you ever noticed? Right? Advertising praise on it? Advertising praise on it, right? What was a eight minute abs? <laughs> do you know why eight? You remember eight minute abs? <laughs> yes. You might be too young to remember. Yeah, no, I do remember. I do yeah. remember eight minute abs. The, do you know the, why eight minute abs sold like a gazillion <laughs> DVDs of that program? Because anybody can imagine themselves spending eight minutes. Anybody right. goes, eight. Yeah, I could do eight minutes. Come on. I spent eight minutes scrolling Facebook on the toilet this morning. I, I can do eight minutes. You know, anybody can, anybody can do eight minutes, yeah. right? And so it's because they had an advertising or, or, or a catchphrase or the title of their program that instilled belief in people. Mm -hmm. they, they heard eight minutes. They're like, I can do eight minutes. All of a sudden they believed they could. And if they believed they could, then they'd order the program. Right. Right. So it's all about belief. So look, let's, let's go back and just touch on these first two before we continue going on. But sacrifice was the first principle. If you're writing sacrifice, right? So sacrifice is the first principle that most people don't get. And here's what you need to do. Here's the action item. Here's the thing you got to do as it relates to sacrifice, figure out not just what you're going to do, but what are you not going to do to reach your goals in 2021? What are you going to give up? What are you going to sacrifice? What are you going to change about your life? That's going to take you from where you are to where you want to go. Yep. And sometimes that's super personal, right? But you got to ask yourself that question. What are you willing, what are you willing to give up? It's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question, right? Because and, and here's here's a here's a good tool that you can use to implement this really into your life. Let's say that your goal is um financial and your goal is to save more money, make more money, whatever it is, but to have a greater amount of wealth at the end of the year. First of all, if you listen to our previous podcast, which you should go back and listen to if you haven't done so, you'll know that that goal needs to be what? Specific? Measurable. Measurable, attainable, right? Realistic and time-bound. Yep. That, that, that's how you set appropriate goals. So let's say you've done that. You've set a smart goal, okay? Okay. <clears throat> What you can do is every time you're making any kind of decision, let's say your, your, your goal is financial and you go to, you know, you're out driving around, maybe you're at work or you're going to or from work and you're like, you know, I should whip in to Starbucks and pick up a coffee because I'm feeling kind of, kind of droopy right now. Right. 
stop and ask yourself, what do you want more? Do you want that $6 coffee or do you want to save your $10,000 this year? Which, which of those things do you want more? And if the answer is you want to save $10,000 this year, keep on driving. Yep. Right. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. If you, if you, if you, if you really want to lose weight, I mean, if you're really serious about losing weight and you're getting ready to pick up that, you know, second slice of pizza, maybe ask yourself, what do I want more? Do I want the second slice of pizza more than I want to lose weight? Yep. And, and that's a fantastic tool that you can use all day long when you're making decisions to help you to understand what you need to sacrifice. Okay. That's number one. Number two is belief. Belief. What can you do to improve belief? Changing what you put between your ears. Yes. What do you, what, what's going in? Right? Yes. What's, what's going, going in? in? Don't, don't load up on this negativity. Don't load up on, don't listen. And I know I said it in a past episode, but the reason I'm saying it over and over again is, you know, I, one of my mentors said, you, you can hear the same thing a thousand times. And it may be that thousand and one time that is what causes it to kick in. That's right. But Michael Jordan never took too many jump shots. I'm sure we can all agree on that. Right. That's I mean, Ruth never swung the bat too many times. That's right. Never went to the batting cage too many times. Never. So what I'm saying is, is when it comes to belief <laughs> is it's now I lost my train of thought. I got so amped up. I got distracted. <laughs> no, hey, I know. I, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. It is. You, you can't say, well, I've heard that before. Right. Right. You, you need to hear it again. Right. I tell my daughter this all the time. Right. She's like, dad, I don't need a lecture on cleaning up my room. I've heard it before. I'm like, well, you obviously need to hear it again because your room's still dirty. Right. <laughs> but the belief, I mean, the belief is huge. That that's to my, in my opinion, that is the most important thing when it comes to success is yeah. the belief. Well, it's the foundation because you won't do anything unless you believe. Right. And so you got to change what goes in. I, Darren Hardy did a, a really cool explanation of that in a live seminar that I went to one time where he, he talked about your mind and the thoughts you hold and the beliefs you hold in your mind as kind of like a, if you can imagine like a cup of dirty water, right? So let's say you have a glass and it's filled with dirty water. And, you know, that dirty water represents the negative or the self-limiting beliefs that you have. This is the dirty, the, the stinking thinking you got going on in your head, right? Well, <clears throat> you can't tip the glass over and dump it out, right? You can't just empty your brain. It doesn't work that way. So what do you have to do? How do you, how do you get better thoughts, better ideas into this glass? You can inject a hose in there and pump in clean water and it'll that, flush out the, the BS. That's exactly correct. You start putting clear, you know, positive thoughts, positive ideas, inspirational stories, you know, you can do it kinds of stories. You put those thoughts and those ideas, that, that is represented by clean water. You start pouring that into your glass and it ends up, it starts overflowing. And as it overflows, it's flushing out the negative. And at some point over time, and it takes time, but then your glass will be filled with nice, clean, positive, forward-thinking water. Yep. And that's how you, that's how you make your, your, your stinking thinking better is you just have to continuously pour in the good stuff. Yep. And, and I think it goes beyond that too. I think you can do the affirmations, you can do meditation. There's a lot of things you can do. Um, I like all of that, you know, write, take a, take a dry erase marker and write on your bathroom mirror. You're, you're amazing. You can do it. Like it sounds yep. cheesy and stupid, but <clears throat> I talked about this for a long time. 
in addition to what goes into your head, right? You, have you ever heard the, the phrase, you remember this, Scott, from when we were kids, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Do you have any idea how patently false that is? Extremely. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing we tell kids because <clears throat> words and what other people say to you or about you have a profound effect on what you believe about yourself. Yep. And right? Leslie made that decision to not care about what people think, which is one of the two things that I talked about. My last, last one was always be staying hungry and not yeah. caring what people think, but that's a mindset change. That is, yeah. you don't start off as a kid thinking that way. That's right. That's right. And, and, and those, but here's the, here's what I'm getting to with this. So like a child, right? Like a child, when somebody says something ugly about a child or to a child, they'll internalize that. And that yep. becomes part of how they think about themselves. It could, could be, not always, but it can happen. And especially if it happens repeatedly and it comes from somebody that they respect, someone in authority, someone that has, has you know, influence. A, a influence on them, sure. <clears throat> but there's one voice that's always talking to you, talks to you morning, noon, and night. There's one voice that's always in your ear. Do you know whose it is? Yours. It's yours, <laughs> right? So never, ever, ever, say anything about yourself that you don't want to become true or remain true. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm totally guilty of this, but even like me, like making the fat jokes about myself, right? All I'm really doing is reinforcing this idea in my head that I can't change and I should stop doing that. Yeah. The truth. And it's, it's, it's one of those, I can't remember who said it, but what you shouldn't think anything about yourself or say anything about yourself that you wouldn't let someone else say about you. Boom. Perfect. Love it. So that, because that goes to belief, right? If you're constantly telling yourself you're not good enough, you're not smart enough. You, you, it's not for you. Like you've got to get that voice out of your head. You've got to reorient that, that way of speaking to yourself, right? Instead of saying, you know, I'm broke. If you keep saying I'm broke to yourself in your own head, here's what's going to happen. You're going to stay in that situation because you're telling your subconscious mind, this is who I am. Yep. And even if you, you know, got a, got an inheritance or something, you know, small sum of money that you could use to grow into a larger, you'll find a way to blow it because your subconscious mind believes you're broke and it's yep. got to keep you there. Otherwise you're insane. Yep. Right. So you got to change what you believe about yourself. So you got to stop saying things like I'm broke and start saying things instead. Like I'm taking action every day to put myself in a better financial position. Yep. You know, so that goes to belief. All right. Number three. What do you think, Scott? What do you got? I got a big one, but I'm saving it. Oh, come on. You can't, you can't toss that out and be like, <laughs> I know the next one. It's the best one ever. And that's I'm right. going to go first. No, that's right. That work that way. <clears throat> All right. You want me to go then? Yes. Here's what I think it is. And I think that belief goes to the root of what people will actually do and the actions they will take and the directions they will go. But I think this one right here is equally as influential to whether or not somebody will actually take action on things. And here it is. It's called responsibility. Mm. It's called personal responsibility. Write it down, right? By the way, if you're just joining us, good to see you guys. Thanks for being here. I haven't been checking the thread. Do we have any mega, do we have any mega um, drop comments or anything? Two, drop a two if you're still awake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop a two if I haven't put you to sleep yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. Or, or, you know, or if you're getting value out of this, you know, drop a, drop a heart or, you know, 
a thumbs up or something. Let us know you guys are getting value out of this. Um, we had a few people ask us to talk about mindset and whatnot um, when it comes to, you know, staying positive, you know, all these things. So, but number three, let's get back to that is re personal, personal responsibility, personal responsibility. And you said it earlier. And I almost, I almost was like, Ooh, segue into this one, but I wanted, I wanted to hold out. It, you said it earlier. You said, if it's, if it's going to be, it's up to me, which yeah. is a wonderful phrase for people to hold in their heads and hang on to, because it reminds you every day that no one's going to save you. Right. I mean, that, that sounds really harsh, but here's what I mean by that. I think we all, all of us have to have this mindset and this belief in our heads that we are who we are, what we are and where we are because of the decisions that we have made. Not someone else. That's right. You, that's what I right. have made you for ourselves. Right. So your, your, your failures, your existing condition is your fault. Yep. Your successes and the wonderful things in your life are also your fault, <laughs> right? In other words, everything that we have is because, now look, I know some people are going to push back on this and they're going to go, no, Brian, look, you know, I can't control the fact that my boss fired me or I can't control the fact that my, my company downsized me and like, or the company went out of business and I lost my job. And that's true. That is, that is true. You, there are things that happen to you that you don't have control over, but you do have control over how you respond to it. So I want to hit hit on something with that real quick. This this goes back. The reason my mindset is the way it is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reach back to my freshman year in high school. Yeah. I had a sports psychology class that was given by my, my one of my favorite teachers, and he was actually my RC wrestling coach growing up, Jay Jackson. He said he, he taught us this formula, and it's it's resonated and stuck with me since freshman year in high school, and I believe is one of the key reasons I'm at where I'm at. Said event plus response equals outcome events you can't control an event events happen to everybody it's much like you know the the same wind blows us on us all it's the set of the sail the only thing in life that you can control is your response which more often than not will dictate that outcome yeah it's yeah. having that personal responsibility having that self-accountability doesn't matter what the event is the only thing you can control is your response. That's which right. Which in turn will dictate that outcome. That's right. And what determines the response, in my opinion, is your mindset and your perspective on your own life. Let me give you an example. If you believe in your heart, truly believe in your heart, that everything happens for a reason and that the universe and the world and God and everybody around you is conspiring to help you achieve and grow and become better and do all these things. If you believe in your heart that the world is a, a good place that offers a lot of opportunity and, and if you can believe that, if you can internalize that, then getting downsized from a job right, might be a, a hardship and it might be an inconvenience and it might even be somewhat of a tragedy for you financially, but you can see it as oh, this needed to happen to open up a door for me to do something bigger or greater. This is, this is happening for a reason. And I need to capitalize on this opportunity now to look for a better job or a bigger opportunity or open a better business, right? You can see it as an opportunity to do that. Or if your view is that the world is a harsh, scary, dangerous place and everybody's out to get you, then when something like that happens, like maybe you become downsized. And by the way, if, if you if that's happened to you, I'm not trying to minimize what's happened to you. Please don't. I'm I'm picking a random example out of the air. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to minimize anybody's personal experience here. But 
if you believe that the world is an evil, scary, dangerous place and you become downsized, then you may, instead of saying, hey, you know what, this is just an opportunity for me to find something better, you, you'd be more likely to go, well, that's it. I guess it's yeah. over. I'm done. That was my yeah. last chance. That was my best hope. What am I going to do now? Right? Life sucks. It's over. Okay. So you've got to get this attitude of, you know, and I'm, I'm cheating and I'm skipping ahead here. And I don't mean to be, but you have to get this, this, this attitude, this perspective of, you know what, this is just, this is just going to open up a new door for me. This is actually going to be a good thing. This is going to be a good thing. Right. Yeah. If you, if you look back on any tragedy that's happened in your life, right. It, it, it well, I shouldn't say any, but if you look back, you can see a lot of places in your life. Most everybody can see this where they look back on their life. You can see places in your life where something happened that in the moment seemed like it was really, really bad and it was a hardship and it was hurtful and it, it caused bad feelings. Like it was a bad thing. But in hindsight, right, five years, 10 years later, you look back and you go, you know what, actually that ended up being a good thing for me in my life. That ended up being something that opened up a doorway to something else that ended up allowing me to grow into this other person that is doing so much better and like whatever the case might be. But you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, absolutely. Personal responsibility says that I am responsible for what's happened to me up to this point. And if I'm responsible, then I can change it. That's right. See, here's the problem yeah. with not taking personal responsibility. If, if, if it's my wife's fault, for example, right, that I don't go to the gym. Let's say that I blame my wife. I say, I don't go to, I don't go to the gym because my wife's always given me honeydew lists and things to do and giving me a hard time about spending time with the kids. And I don't go to the gym because it's my wife's fault. Then you know what? I have to wait for my wife to change before I'll get in shape. <laughs> Isn't that true? How ludicrous does that sound? At least to me, like. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. And that's the thing is like it. This the the victim and I the victim mentality. I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call it out. And if I'm pissing people off, I'm sorry. This yeah. is my belief. If you don't like it, don't listen. But <laughs> great, great line. <laughs> um, that victim mentality, like it, it, you hit the nail on the head, is if you believe something is out of your control, someone else is gonna have to change before you can change. Before it gets better for you. Yes, that's right. Which is BS. Because if you're waiting around for other people to make your life better, you're going to be waiting for a really, really, really long time. <laughs> yeah. You know? you know? Absolutely. And, I mean, and, and, and that is, that goes to the heart of personal responsibility. Now, let's let's flip the coin on that, right? What if, and by the way, my wife doesn't give me a hard time and tell me I can't go to the gym. I'm, it's again, <laughs> honey, if you're listening, <laughs> it's like I'm random. I'm just picking things out of the air here. But yeah. let's say that the scenario remained the same. The event is I have a wife who doesn't like me to spend an hour a day at the gym because she wants me home with the kids or doing chores or whatever she wants me to be doing. Let's say that is in fact the case. But my wife gets out of bed at 7 a.m. Guess what I could do? Get out of bed at 6. I could get out of bed at 5.30 and go to the gym yeah. for an hour and come home and shower up and be ready to go when she gets up. Yep. I could do that. I could make that decision. That requires sacrifice, though requires sacrifice, requires belief. Yep. More than anything, it requires personal responsibility. I take personal responsibility for myself. Okay, I've got a wife that that doesn't want me to take that time away from the family or away from her. So I'll take my own time when it's when she's sleeping to go do this. 
and you can make that decision. Yep. Right. But that's personal and that's personal responsibility. That's personal all responsibility. Them. That's all of them. Right. If you're, if you're waiting around for your boss to become a, a nicer person so that you can get a raise, <laughs> it may not ever happen. No. But here's what you could do. You could outperform that current position. You could outperform your existing position at work and do such an amazing job that your boss's boss takes notice and decides to move you up into a higher ranking position or maybe fire your boss and promote you into the spot, <laughs> right? Wait, what you're saying is... is- do the only thing that you can do, and which is control yourself. Yes, yes. Oh, what? Do what you can do. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Would somebody said all you can do is all you can do. Yeah. Right. So personal responsibility says, look, it 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 goes hand in hand with blame. You can't blame other people for where you are or what's happening to you or or any of those things. Even though there could be some blame to go around. That's the truth. Is that there could be, you know, you, there could be some blame to go around. Sure. But if you allow yourself to think like that, then you've 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 limited your own ability to change the situation. If See, instead, even, sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish real quick. Well, I'm just going to say, if instead you internalize that, hey, you know what? It, those people may have done things to hurt me or to put me in a bad spot. It's okay. It's still up to me to do something about it. That's right. So many people. So many people let. And, and again, <laughs> it, it's you know, in the military, you know, if they, a happy sailor is a, is a disgruntled sailor or, or a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sailor, right? Yeah. It, it, it's okay to acknowledge stuff that happens that is out of your control, but so many people allow that to paralyze them. That's right. That's right. On why they can't do anything. That's right. So it, you've got to take blame out of the equation, even though let's, I mean, even though like I'll give you an example and it would just one last kind of way to illustrate this, but let's say that one day, Scott just called me up and said, you know what? I'm not doing the podcast anymore. In fact, I don't even like you. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> right? I, I can't control that. That wasn't my decision to make. So yes, I can acknowledge that it is Scott's fault, if you will, that this pod, this particular podcast was coming to an end. I could say that. But I can't say it's Scott's fault that my podcasting journey is over. Right. I can't blame Scott. Like somebody go, Hey man, I thought you were like doing podcasts. Scott ruined it for me. (laughs) You can't, you can't do that. I could say, Hey, you know what? Maybe what this means is I just need to have my own podcast. Right. Maybe this is just opening the doorway for me to do something bigger and greater. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta have that, that it's up to me perspective. That's what personal responsibility is. It doesn't mean that circumstances or life events can't happen to you. It doesn't mean that if something negative does happen to you, that somehow you brought it upon yourself and you're to blame. That's not what it means. It means understanding that you have the ability to respond and react to the things that happen to you in whatever way you choose to respond. And that response will determine the outcome. That's right. That's right. That's responsibility. So we got sacrifice. We got belief. We've got responsibility. What's the action item for responsibility? And I, I would say it's, it's not a simple one-off. It's not a simple catchphrase that you can use. It's just recognizing that it, I guess you could carry around if it's going to be, it's up to me. But it's, yeah. just, it's, just, it's just keeping that perspective that, you know what, you, you may not be in control of what happens to you, but you are totally in control of what you do about it. Right. And then that's why the thing for me that stuck, again, for since freshman year in high school was event plus response equals outcome. Brilliant. 
brilliant. Event plus response <clears throat> equals outcome. So we and, got time uh, for one more, and one uh, more. we've already kind of touched on it. It's it's it it kind of encapsulates almost everything that we've talked about. Um, any guesses? <laughs> it determines Anybody your altitude. <laughs> attitude. Attitude right? is everything. Attitude, man. And people use this word so frequently, right? You, you know, you got a bad attitude. You ain't gonna fix your attitude. Your attitude determines your altitude. But what does it really mean? Scott, what do you think, man? What, what do you think attitude really means? Attitude, it's for me, it and it goes back to like I was saying, it's no one can have a positive attitude 100% of the time. Nobody. No one can be perfect. But being able to, being able to have that, I guess, maturity to be able to be able to realize where your attitude is at and how you can change it to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. I, I look at attitude. So I was a pilot, right? I flew and in the cockpit, we have something, it's a little ball, right? And it's gyro stabilized and it's got a little line on it. It shows you where the horizon is and it's called a attitude indicator. <laughs> Right. And it tells you what the attitude of the aircraft is. Right. So you can have a nose up attitude, a nose down attitude, right wing, left wing. Right. It shows you the attitude of the aircraft. What the attitude is, is it's it's positioning. Right. Well, that positioning now determines where the aircraft is going to go. The trajectory of the aircraft. Yeah. If you have a nose up attitude, you're going to go up. <laughs> if you have a nose down attitude, you're going to go down. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that we all ourselves, we, our attitude truly does determine the direction our life takes. Your yeah. attitude is determines what, what, what's the trajectory of your life. Just like an ad, just like the attitude of an aircraft determines the trajectory of its flight path. Your attitude determines the trajectory of your life. The problem is that we as humans don't have an attitude indicator, <laughs> right? We don't have a little gyro in our chest, like Tony Stark that tells us, are we nose up or nose down in this moment? So sometimes we have to do, you know, a, a gyro check. Right. We got to recage our gyro. <laughs> and, that, and that goes back to the, 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 the maturity of being able to uh, diagnose where my attitude is. Yeah. Am I being, am I being negative about this? Am I, am I being pot? Am I being optimistic about this? Or am I being pessimistic about this? Am I, am I yeah. blaming others or am I taking responsibility? Attitude, I think more than anything is just self-assessment. Absolutely. And, and you've got Absolutely. to have an attitude of gratitude, I think, in order to remain positive. And, and Scott, you nailed it, man. You, nobody's going to have a hundred percent positive attitude all the time. As a matter of fact, people that are like that are a little annoying. <laughs> you know, it's like people are just like super bubbly, like all the time. Yeah. Because if it's not genuine, now, if it is genuine, it's actually kind of fun, right? But sometimes it's, you can tell it's not genuine. It's just something that they, they do, but, it, but you can't have a 100% positive attitude 100% of the time. And I get that it's not realistic, but you can work on changing your perspective on events and having a different attitude with regard to what's going on in your life. Absolutely. It, it, I think you can wrap up. What are you willing to sacrifice? What do you believe about yourself? Are you taking personal responsibility, your, your level of gratitude for what you do have in your life? I think you can wrap all of those things up into attitude. Yeah. Attitude is just one kind of good catchword for 
How do you, what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about the world? And is that, are those beliefs taking you on a trajectory that's moving your life forward and up where you want to go or, or the other direction? Yep. Absolutely. So we got sacrifice, belief, responsibility, attitude. You got any closing thoughts, man? Closing no. ideas? Um, I, I mean, I feel like we, we covered a lot and we, we dropped a lot of good information. I mean, for me, I, like I said, I, I, this is early in the morning. I know we typically do this in the afternoon, but this has me fired up and ready to go the rest of the day. Like I'm excited <laughs> for the rest of the day. That's about to happen. Um, but what I will say is, you know, and, um, we got some feet, we got some, re- we've gotten some really good feedback from you guys in the audience, uh, Facebook live, uh, people re- reaching out and messaging us. Um, so what we're going to do next week, we talked about goals and, and again, it's going to be, cause it works out perfectly for the very beginning of the new year is we're going to give you examples of our, from ourselves, myself and Brian on what an actual day-to-day looks like rather than just, we're going to give you that skeleton of what it looks like to us because, you know, we, we've realized that it doesn't, Yes, we can speak about it all day long, but if you're tuning in and this is new to you guys, you may need that way ahead. So we, we want to do that for you guys next week. Yeah, I, um, I love this idea that we're going to, so, because we can talk really ethereally, right, about, um, you know, you got to have a daily method of operation, you got to know, but let's let's do some real, no kidding, like take a goal, let's, let's reverse engineer it. Figure out what actions need to be taken and then build a actual game plan, a daily, weekly method of operation to get to that goal. And I think that's really going to help you. That's that's that was some really wonderful feedback. Speaking of that, I appreciate Judo being here. Um, thank you, Donnie, for tuning in, brother. Love you, man. Joe, great to see you, buddy. Um, Joshua, good to see you. Scott, thanks for bringing Italy to the table for us this morning. Uh, appreciate that. It's actually in the evening uh, for you guys. Ciao. Right. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, so super excited about next week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, any any parting shots, saved rounds, Scott? No, just those last four again, right? Sacrifice, belief, personal responsibility, and attitude. Change your life, man. It'll change everything. So guys, again, drop a three in the comments if you've gotten a lot out of today. Uh, really appreciate you guys being here. Make sure you catch us next weekend for the How to Build a DMO uh, broadcast. And we'll also have some, some we're going to start doing some cool stuff with some special segments and things like that. Um, that's going to be fun. We're going to bring that to the table. So all of that should be uh, a lot of fun. And we will see you guys next week. In the meantime, have a super duper, amazing, unbelievable, incredible, life-altering week. And, uh, and everybody a happy new year. And I'll see you in 2021.